Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. Hello. We got the bye week vibes. Big bye week action going down this week. Like, bless up. We needed this. <laughs> Just, I could use I could use a break from the disappointment. <laughs> I just I. I needed to step off the ride for a hot minute. Like, I think I'm going to fully just shut off my phone for half of a day, at least, because I'm just, it's been, it's been a lot, Meg. It's been a lot. It's been a lot this season. And then I was, you know, really just excited that we were going to get like Cheeto back and thinking like, oh, it's a great bye week. And they're like, they're like, psych, Trayvon Diggs is hurt. He's probably going to be out for most of the season. And I'm like, cool. I'm not even like joking at this point. Whoever has the Cowboys voodoo doll, put it down. Put it down. Genuinely. Like, I need you to stop. I don't understand what's going on. And it's not funny anymore. And you're, you're, you're hurting my guys. Like, who am I supposed to cheer for on game day? Because no one else is playing well. So... What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, it's just, is this just more than any other year like that we've had been plagued by injury this much? Like, I don't remember it affecting my life to this degree in the past. Oh, no, man. Even when we haven't been having a wonderful time out there. I know. It feels like no. And I was actually like, I kind of feel like that around, you know, just a lot of things. It feels like a lot of things are heightened. And I'm like, I can't tell if I'm older and paying attention to more things now just more aware and cognizant or if it really is just like so much crazier at times. I really do think it's just been nuts. Like someone should do, and maybe that someone will be me, um, but just a, an analysis of like how injury plagued is this team comparatively like compared to other seasons, the rotations and granted again, like IR is such a different story this year. So I feel like you have to take this with a grain of salt, but you know, anyways, it just, it does feel like it's just so much more. And it's just, it's been crazy. It's been absolutely crazy. So anyways, um, well, it's a bye week and um, I don't know about you, but I'm actually currently recording this in the great home city of the one and only Gary G, Austin, Texas. I came down here solely for um, work purposes and research purposes mainly and by that I mean 
having nothing to do with why I came down here. But I <laughs> I was like, we getting some on the ground coverage of Garrett Gilbert, like day in the life. What's popping? She goes and does a live shot from Lake Travis High School. I'm like, this is where it all began. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but I was actually laughing when I was listening to the broadcast the other day. Like they talked about how this isn't Mike McCarthy is actually more familiar with Garrett Gilbert than maybe we realized because Garrett went to Lake Travis High School in Austin, Texas, which is also the high school of one Baker Mayfield. You guys might be familiar with him. Um, and apparently his daughter, McCarthy's daughter, went to high school with Garrett Gilbert at the same time. So like, he's like known him. I wonder like how friendly they were. Like, I wonder if they ever like actually crossed paths or if it was just more like a, oh, we know that some, you know, a famous coach's daughter like goes to school here. Like McCarthy's daughter goes to school here. Like what if they were actually friends and like he was like over at his house and stuff. Like what if that was the case? I mean, that'd be cool. That would be wild. That would actually be wild, which it's funny that they confirmed that because um, I think people, most people know who listen to this show that you and I both used to live in Austin. So I actually used to live out by Lake Travis when I first moved to Texas, like Austin was the first place I lived. And um, so like Lake Travis High School was my backyard. Like we would be able to sit on the patio on our back porch and like see the actual lights on game days on Friday nights. And I remember one day I was walking, I, I, my, my boyfriend at the time, we had a dog together and the boxer, she just had like so much freaking energy. So I had to take her to the dog park. And there's a dog park out there, like a really small, like random dog park, like very random. And I, so I took her there and it was just me in the park, like letting her run off, you know, all her crazy energy because she was just a puppy still. And this guy walks in with like this white, like kind of like husky looking dog. I don't remember. It was something like that. And I remember like talking to him guys, I'm pretty sure I'm like pretty sure it was McCarthy. And like, I was really, I was younger. Like that was like 12 years ago. And my memory is garbage, but if Mike McCarthy has a white dog, then that was him. Or at least had a white dog 10 years ago, then that was definitely him. So that's my random story of the day. But maybe I'll be creepy. The and degrees of separation here. <laughs> I might have maybe one time could have seen someone that could maybe be Mike McCarthy, but a little unsure. I'm going to I'm gonna walk up to him at the facility one day and be like, hey, um, this is- Have you ever owned a white dog? And he's like, excuse me? And I'm like, a wh white dog? Like, have you had a white dog? This is an important question, coach. Like, we need to know. And he's like, what does it have to do with the game? I'm like, it doesn't. But not, we're not worried about that. I, like, I'm going to go full stalker on you here for a whole hot minute and tell you that I think I shook your hand, like, 12 years ago. And he's going to be like, okay, I'm never coming around you ever again, ma'am. Ever. Ma'am. Um, ma'am. So, anyways. Um, yeah. So, I hope you guys are enjoying your bye week and a little bit of a break from just – everything that we've been going through as a fan base. Meg, what are you doing? I, it, normally we are like together. I mean, I know, I'm sure I'll, I'll see you when I get back, but like, do you have any plans at all? Literally, absolutely nothing. Isn't it great? I was gonna say that kind of sounds great. Like, I think, I think I might go. I'm mad about it. Yeah, I think I might go for a walk around Town Lake later and like, you know, get some, I'm, you know, just be outside. I just need, again, like, I just need some, my, my soul needs a little healing after the first part of this season. Um, I 
did get notification though, while I feel like it's obviously been a bit of a slower news cycle in terms of Cowboys land from the NFL perspective, I need to get your thoughts on this. And you guys know when you listen to this podcast, like we are, we'll talk X's and O's, but like, give us this show. We're just going to go full story time. Okay. Like that, just like, this is what I feel like doing right now because it's the bye week and we can do that. But I saw the, um, the weekend was announced as a Super Bowl, Super Bowl halftime performer. What are your, what are our thoughts on that? Because I feel like who was last year's was last year, Shakira and, um, and JLo. JLo. Yeah. That was amazing. Literally. I don't know how you can ever beat that ever, but we've got the weekend. I mean, I mean I they had some pretty good ones that those was a, it was a top for sure. But like Lady Gaga was really great. She was again. Katy Perry was on a giant tiger left shark. Uh, yes. Left shark forever. The vice. The actual star of that halftime performance, maybe True. get. Who else was good? No, I liked Lady Gaga too. Bruno Mars was very good. He was. He. Oh was, my God! Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Like that was so. I feel like it's it, it's kind of hard to be a halftime performer, honestly. Like if you think about it, just from a production standpoint, and and the Cowboys have a Thanksgiving halftime, and we can talk about that in a minute. But it's very similar, and you literally. They like rush this stage onto the field. Halftime comes and goes so quickly. And to just be turning an entire show in like 12 minutes from production elements, logistics on the field and like getting people off so we can continue playing the game, like blows my mind. And, you know, a lot of these artists too, what you struggle with, and I, I kind of, remember this from when I would deal with the halftime shows with the Cowboys is a lot of them don't really love performing in actual venues like this. Like, 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 um, um oh my gosh, stadiums. Thank you. Wow. Words are hard. Um, in stadiums. I was like, where are you going with that? God, like genuinely, I need like 50 cups of coffee. Um, but they don't like performing in stadiums because your, your sound quality of your acoustics isn't normally as good in a stadium as it is in like a concert venue like cowboys have a really really nice um like they have got downfills and all this stuff that i mean again as to be expected from the cowboys they have top of the line everything so it's a little bit different with them but even in the cowboys facility like it's just the quality is a little bit different than if you were going to be at an actual like concert venue so i think that sometimes like you struggle to book certain artists because of that and on top of it like your experience watching it in person have you like have you been to the thanksgiving game right yes yeah into a few like i feel like your experience watching the concert and the performance in person is just so much different than watching it on tv like it's 100 percent. yeah like it's like a made for tv experience really is kind of what it comes down to in my personal opinion like it's still fun but you know what i mean like do you know it definitely it's meant to be watched on television yeah like it's just it's just different like you it's yeah it's like watching everything including the behind the scenes and it's just a really really unique experience um which speaking of kane brown i can't believe i mean it's it's freaking thanksgiving is in two weeks dude like we we are here november thank god 2020 is on the titers yeah that's happening um so Thanksgiving is in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Wow. 
So Kane Brown's a performer for that one, uh, for the Cowboys Thanksgiving halftime. I mean, are we are we giving that one passing grades too, kind of like the weekend, or are we feeling a little less sure on this decision? Um, I like Kane Brown. Um, I don't know. I it's, it feels like the last like three years have been like a little like not as exciting. Maybe that's just I don't I don't know. When I was younger, it was like more stuff that was that was geared to me. I don't know, like Carrie Underwood, Jonas Brothers, Kelly Clarkson. Like that was really fun for me. Probably not other people. So, <laughs> if you had to do, I don't know, a Cowboys Thanksgiving halftime performance power rankings, what would be your top five? Uh. Or at least top three. I don't know. But I need to see the list. So the ones that I can remember, I really enjoyed Selena. Okay. Um, Gomez, to be very clear. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that didn't happen. But <laughs> 2006 was when. Tony just started and that's when Carrie Underwood um, performed and we all know they dated. So that was, that's fun. Oh, fun right. Fact. Jessica Simpson also, he got all his girlfriends that gig. He wasn't around for Jessica, but uh, yes, she has graced the stage before. Oh, I was unaware of their, their dating timeline. Yeah, Jessica. Well, I mean, he wasn't out. on the team in 2000, but. Yeah, that's why. There you you know, Creed once graced that stage as well. So okay. I don't know. It's it's hard to do, like just rank them without like getting a little refresher. Uh, but Selena Gomez was actually one that I was surprised by because I'd never seen her live and she did a really good show. Whereas like, for example, in comparison, Ellie Goulding, love Ellie Goulding, not a great live show. So it was really strange. So yeah, the Cowboys, I did a little digging on this because this is what I do. Like I go down internet spirals and black holes, um, especially during the bye week because why not? And I found out that the Cowboys started their Thanksgiving performers in 1997. Um, and so obviously it's the Red Kettle kickoff. They did this in partnership with um, Salvation Army and they continue to do so today. So the first ever performer was Reba McIntyre. Queen. The queen. Like. If you, that's the thing is like you started so strong and not that it's not now but like that's yeah, like where are my icons at man she she's the, a pinnacle and then it was randy travis clint black jessica simpson uh creed okay that was big for that time like big deal big deal big big deal and like creed is hilarious to me because that's the, <laughs> that's the gift we always see where like he was like he's like flying through uh, the stadium during his performance. <laughs> With arms wide open. <laughs> so tragic. <laughs> Where is he now these days? Who knows? Um, Still but, making music, I think. Is he really? Um, okay, I can give you my my power rankings in terms of the worst because Daughtry's on here. <laughs> like what? Hey, you know what? He had some songs. He had some bangers when I was like 12. 
Who's on American Idol? Oh, right. I forgot you stand those those so hard. Destiny's Child. Um, that's a good one. Carrie Underwood, obviously. Jonas Brothers. I can get behind that. Keith Urban. I, Enrique Iglesias. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember Selena Gomez, too. So that's when I worked for the team. And then Pitbull as well. Um, Pitbull was fun. And Luke Bryan. Eric Church. He always was on a good show. Thomas Rhett. Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer was really good. I liked her. That yeah, was- she really was good for like TV. Did you guys know that Megan I didn't see that one in person. is married to one of the spy kids? Because that's the fact. I knew that. I was, I think maybe you told me that, but that when I found that out, that shook me to my core. And then yeah, Ellie Gold. They are they're all over TikTok. It's very weird to watch. Yeah, that is really weird. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Um, I have a funny story, though, because when I did work for the team, part of my responsibilities was Um, well, I was just kind of like a utility player and I just did a little bit of everything because that's what I do. It fits my ADD personality really well. And I, um, the year, what was it? It was the year Selena Gomez, I think. So I helped with, we had an anthem singer too, and it was Mary J. Blige. And so obviously like, she's a really big name. Um, (laughs) so it's Thanksgiving game. And all these artists, like whenever you book them, and I didn't know this until I worked in the industry, so I'm sorry that if I'm, you know, telling you guys things that you already know, but booking artists in the industry, like a lot of, like they come with a writer. So you negotiate the writer and the writer is like on top of their fee, the items or- Only purple Skittles. Exactly. Like things that they want in their dressing room or what they need to perform to the best of their abilities. Y'all, the lists are kind of insane sometimes. Like- I kid you not, when you say only purple skills, Meg, like that's pretty on par for what some of these writers can be. I should find out some of the most recent ones, but when we were negotiating and we, when we were looking at Mary J. Blige's writer, <laughs> she, she was like, um, she wanted only white candles in her dressing room, oh, yeah. only white candles. 
and I think they had to be like unscented white candles too. Like they had to be like very specific and she wanted like different, different sizes of them. And like, you know, some of like the tall taper ones. Yeah, she's, she's setting the mood. She was setting the mood for sure. How are you supposed to sing about America when you're not in the mood, you know? And I feel like, I can't remember if it was like vegan or vegetarian, but like she, she was like, made, she wanted to make sure there was one of those options. But the kicker for me was that she requested to take over the Joneses suite for her Thanksgiving dinner for her family on game day. Like, like remove the Joneses from the suite. She's like, I'll be taking this suite so I can sing the anthem for you. <laughs> Why do I feel like that one didn't happen? I was like, I was like, ma'am, here's the thing. No, <laughs> we will not. Like, yes, to- you are a legend. Yes, you are an icon, but no, you will not be taking Jerry Jones's suite. I, I can't accommodate that request. And I think you, surely you understand why. <laughs> like, I'll get your, <laughs> I'll get your effing candles and your tofu turkey. But like, I can't kick Jerry out of his suite. Like, that's the thing. That's where I have to draw the line. Like, it just, it just is what it is. Like, I'm sorry. Um, but that was a real deal request. Hey, shoot for the moon. You know? You know, honestly, I have to applaud her for having the gall to try. Cause you're right. Like, if you, you'll never get it if you don't ask. Like, you know, you might as well be assertive, I guess. Um, you know, it's something. People talk. aren't just going to offer you Jerry Jones's suite. Like, you got to ask for it. Then you might get an equally nice one. I need you to nearby Jerry Jones around the corner. Sweet. <laughs> I think we gave her, well, I don't remember what we did, honestly, but we did, yeah, we did not give her uh, Jerry Jones's suite. So there's that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> as you shouldn't if you want to keep your job yeah precisely um all right so a little exercise i want to do you know a short one while we close out this bye week meg is just kind of reflect not too in depth because i'm not trying to get full on ptsd um but i think you and i had some pretty lofty do you remember what we are are our thoughts on the season were was it like 10 and nine and seven i think i was nine and seven you were 10 and six six maybe did i say that yeah that sounds about right and you know tell god your plans and he'll laugh at you or something like that yeah um so we were wrong (laughs) so wrong so 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 wrong yeah it's fine, but I'm not sure that anyone was right. Um, so there's that. Yeah, who predicted this? Who predicted two and Show five? Show me. I need the. I need the receipts. Like I need to actually see. You can't just say that. Literally, if you predicted the Cowboys being this bad, then you deserve to be a bajillionaire. Like I wonder. I, I, you know what, Meg? I'm sure there's some massive Cowboys hater, like probably an Eagles fan, that went to Vegas and was like, "I'm betting everything." that the Cowboys tank and he's just probably, or she, even if you hate them, like you can't bet that much because they looked so good at the beginning of the season. What if it was just, I bet everything that no one did that. (laughs) Just like a petty bet. I don't know, man. I feel like those people are all in the same boat here. People love to hate the Cowboys. It's just like a, it's a them. like they can't, they can't not. Um, so if you did it literally that, well, I need to stop offering up that I'll get tattoos on this show, so I'm not going to not do that. Um, yeah, she doesn't have any room anymore. 
like too many chats. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm actually getting one. I'm getting a removal on Monday, so um, don't get a tattoo when you're 18, kids. Well, then you can just replace it with another bet. So okay, that's what I'll good. do. I'll just keep getting these shitty tattoos removed, and then I'll put new shitty tattoos on top of them. That's great. There you go. Like I was actually talking, getting a consultation with this guy about getting it covered up, and he was like, "Here's the thing, we can't." <laughs> <laughs> We can't take your you did a number. Yeah. You messed up. You can't take your <laughs> trash tattoo and cover it with something cool looking because you just I kind of find that like hard to believe. I know yours is like bigger ish, but like so as a person who watches a lot of trash reality television, there's a man on Vanderpump Rules called Jax Taylor, and he constantly was getting um women's names tattooed on himself and then covering them with like flowers so flowers like, are, like if the he standard it, cover up thing too it's just hysterical yeah like if he could do it i believe i believe that you could but i mean yeah well it is i guess it's larger, so maybe that's the issue here he's like he's like do you how about we put a red rose on you and i was like that makes me want to puke <laughs> that's worse <laughs> worse like i can't you don't understand i look no. I'm not trying to be in some white snake video. Like, just <laughs> my, my tattoo is already tragic enough. Like, let's not make it worse, like, <laughs> please. Um, which, by the way, again, it's it's really like, it's not bad. It's just like really 18, you know? It's so 18, dude. It's so it's the most tragic tattoo story ever. Which Dave was, I was talking to Dave about it and I was like, I'm going to get it removed and I'm going to keep getting it removed. And he was like, maybe you just need to keep it at this point because it's become a party trick of yours. Like, it's like, on my hip and there's so like I was I was 18 and I was like I really love Heidi Klum's brown um tattoo that says seal but it's like really like cool like calligraphy she's got like three stars at the end one for each for kids and she regrets that one now too well she got it erased she got it removed so um that happened but I was like I love that tattoo I think it's so cool and I want someone to write <laughs> strength but do it like calligraphy while like kind of like that and then put it like on my on my rib cage or something and then I'll, like you know i like the stars or whatever afterwards um if we're like for father son and holy Spirit. <laughs> okay anyways uh so i go to the tattoo shop and searching for meaning literally that <laughs> it was like this was such a stretch already if you can't tell so i go to the tattoo shop and like i was like oh i only have like 150 bucks and he's like oh well we can't do the tattoo on your rib cage and it can't be that big. And like, so if you like, if you want to do it for that price, like you have to do it here. And like, he's like, I also can't do that drawing that you want. So like, I'll draw something up for you. And then it's now on my body in a place I didn't want it in a design. I didn't want it. <laughs> it's just really bad. You know, yeah. as one does when they're, when they're young. Yeah. It's only going to be there forever. So it's fine. Yeah. It's really fine. Um, so anyways, I digress. I, don't know how we got there, but I'm going to get it removed on Monday continuously. So pray for me on that. But I guess I just never had the urge to tattoo my body. Yeah, I do constantly. Like, I just think they're cool. I think they're cool too. I just like, I think I'm like half scared of them, half like, what would I do? And I'm very indecisive. So like, I, I did find a guy who bad combination. I found the guy who did feed Zeke. I, I found the guy who did Zeke's tattoo. Um, I was I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to get a tattoo by him. Like he's obviously talented, but 
he's not the style that I want. I want like a watercolor tattoo. I think that'd be cool. But um, yeah, anyways. So while my tattoo is a grade F minus, um, and I don't really remember again how we got here. One thing I would like to get is- you're, you're making bets. Yeah, I'm making bets. Um, is your thoughts on, if you had to kind of give the Cowboys an objective as possible grade <laughs> on their season thus far, and then just thoughts on, realistically speaking, where do you see this team going from here? And is this a full on, are you team tank? Have you decided yet? Are you team tank or are you, let's just get as many oh. moral victories. Let me be very clear here. I am team tank Lawrence. Um, Hi. But as far as team like tank the season, uh, I don't think that gets anyone better. So I don't, like that philosophy I uh think you should try to be competitive every game and like don't go out of your way to not like practice a new scheme get guys comfortable here start looking better here like sure we want to be like competitive for like um a title of some sort but you know that's not quite as realistic at the moment um but like What's the point of just like trying to suck when you could try to fix some stuff and get better, get more comfortable in the scheme that everyone keeps complaining is so hard. Like, or you know what, adjust that scheme based on like who you have adjust your offense, get creative, do stuff like that. Why, why just try to lose? Like I get it. Drafting is exciting and important. We're not trying to get Trevor Lawrence. So yeah I say don't tank try and then if you if you're trying tanks you then okay <laughs> then okay then I will be then you with your you. best <laughs> you can hold your head high <laughs> <laughs> something like that it's funny you bring up the tanking thing because I I'm starting to see it now and it's it's like we're shifting not only are we shifting into the second part of the season for the Cowboys, we are officially shifting into draft conversations and people are not scoffing at that mentality anymore. And it's, it's a lot more feasible to ask those questions to be like, well, wait, if a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence is, 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 the opportunity that you have and you could pick him again like that's assuming you're you're first and you got to beat Adam Gase and I mean beat Adam Gase by literally being horrifically historically god-awful I don't get it but that's neither here or there um yeah that's precisely it like you're just you're first of all I don't necessarily think that's a need we have but like also huh have you seen the Jets? But Justin Fields is a guy they bring up a lot too, Ohio State. And, you know, I think that people are tossing around that conversation. Yeah. I I, 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 I mentioned it before. I'm not super big into that. I think that for a couple reasons. Um, and my whole entire family, my dad's side, went to the Ohio State University. So I am in a game day Ohio State group text 
So I'm sorry in advance to my Buckeye faithful, but have we seen what happened to the last quarterback from Ohio State and how he's doing right now? And like, I'm- Oh, she went there. <laughs> like, I'm, I just, I, that doesn't that doesn't mean that Fields is gonna be Haskins and, you know, whatever else. But I just feel like we've got a good thing going, you guys. And I'm really not interested in starting over and training someone new. Like, I'm just not. Like, I think that, um, like, stop slandering Dak Prescott and start to actually – He was, he was like, having an MVP season. Yes, it wasn't as pretty as some, but, like, you don't know what he would have looked like down the stretch. So, miss me. Yeah, I just I'm, – I, I'm off of the Cowboys roller coaster this week. But I definitely ain't getting on that train next. So um, I just, I can't really see that. And I think it was Jerry, Jerry came out or was it Steven? One of the two of them this week and, you know, said like, Dak's our guy. Like, and of course they're going to say that anyways. Um, But I would be very, very, very shocked if the Cowboys genuinely entertained a quarterback, a first round quarterback draft pick especially in light of the talent they have and especially in light of the needs they still they still have to fill like why not and it's so much easier said than done just to say like hey we can trade back because you need you need to have a trade partner and like that's never a guarantee but i just think that i would rather do some other things with that draft pick than go out and start over offensively when we were the number one ranked offense going into this season and rightfully so Dak Prescott is not just a bus driver he engineers and extends plays like he's only going to get better from here like you said Meg he was having he you know Russell Wilson is is just is so next level but you can't sit there and say that Dak Prescott wasn't at least like a part of the the overarching MVP potential conversation from the get-go that was he going to win it probably not like he's not he wasn't doing as well as as Russ but still like he's a part of he's he sits in those rooms with guys like that and I don't know I just think that that's we can't take that for granted like how many how many first round quarterback draft picks I'm so cynical right now but like haven't worked out like truly like how many they haven't worked I just I don't know like I'm I'm good like I feel good about what we have on that side of the ball and I'm just not really a fan of the whole concept of fully fully tanking um well it's just like this offense has the potential to work through kinks and get better and try new things and be even better for a quarterback that can really lead and control this offense. So why not do things? That's yeah. not fun. And and also like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna fault you if you are team tank. Like if you are, yeah, like I see it. Because at the end of the day, like you as a fan, you spend a lot of money to follow this team. You are invested in 
ultimately at the end of the day, like you want to get a product out that is enjoyable for you to watch. Like you, like you deserve that after everything you've gone through, right? The only time when I'm going to look at you sideways is if you hit me with the tank for Trevor. I'm going to probably say it on Twitter like 10 million times jokingly. Um, but like, I will, I, I, it will be a different day when I come to this show and I look at you, Meg, and I say, I'm interested in, in starting over with Trevor Lawrence. And that's, he's amazing. Like that, I'm not saying anything against him. Like, obviously I just, I'm not team tank and I'm most certainly not team tank for Trevor. So just so the party lines are abundantly clear. Okay. Agreed. All right. Well, um, we'd love to get your thoughts. I know on all the things, namely, are you team tank or are you, let's try and, you know, maybe get a few victories, maybe another moral victory or two while still being in a position to get some great defensive talent on our team. And also I am very invested in this, Thanksgiving Cowboys halftime power rankings. I feel like we need to actually like sit down and build that out. Like that might need to be a thing, like a project we do because allow me to look it through and I'll have some, I'll have some tidbits for all y'all. Yeah. I'm going to tweet it out too, because it just feels like this is something, this is a class project. We're going to work on this together. Like, and by class, I mean me, you Meg and you as in the person listening to this show right now. So um, God bless you for hanging on this long and God bless you for hanging on this long during this tough season guys we hope you guys have the best bye week ever stay safe um socially distant have some fun watch the masters if that's your thing yes watch the masters if that's your thing there's some great sports center they tweeted out um some old sports center commercials about you know the, some of the best golf ones and i loved that so um looking forward to that this week but uh yeah that's kind of all i've got over here you can find me on twitter i'm gonna be hanging out a little bit on the line still at kelsey underscore charles and meg is at meg murray with four r's guys you may not be playing anyone this week but there's some important words we may need to make sure that you forget or you forget don't forget these i'm sorry that you remember <laughs> now and always young mego dallas forever eagles for never bye guys <laughs>